Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 4, The True Family Movement. Section 8, Training to be in Rhythm with the Spirit World. I have a depth of spiritual experience. The spirit world is a place enveloped in the elements of love. On the earth, we breathe air, while in the spirit world, people live by inhaling love. The love you give and receive in the spirit world is not secular human love. It is true love. When you go to the spirit world, this is what you will find. Those who have abundant love for their parents, brothers and sisters, spouse and children, that is, those who have experienced deep love in their family life, will enjoy great freedom. They can go anywhere without restriction. On the other hand, those who have not experienced love are narrow-minded, and even in the spirit world they find themselves isolated and with no freedom whatsoever. The love between parent and child is a vertical relationship. The love between husband and wife is a horizontal relationship. And the love among siblings is a relationship that circles and surrounds. These three relationships differ from one another. Therefore, only when you experience deep love through these three mutually distinct interactions on earth can you circulate freely, vertically, horizontally, and in a circle. For example, a person who has not tasted parental love because the parents died early is in a rather tragic position because he is missing an important experience of love. Likewise, those who have not experienced the conjugal love relationship of husband and wife, as well as love in the family, become poor people in the spirit world, because they lack a crucial experience of life. Those who have no brothers and sisters also will be in a poor position in the spirit world, because they lack this experience. Why do you need to get married? We marry so that we can experience parental love, conjugal love, and children's love. Then why are these necessary? The spirit world is filled with the air of such love. You need to have a family in order to train yourself to be in rhythm with the spirit world. Those who go to the spirit world without these experiences of love cannot follow the rhythm there. It will be as if they were without a nose to breathe in this air of love. You are born from your father and mother. On a more fundamental level, God gave birth to you by means of your father's seed and your mother's womb. You came to find the true parent, God, after going through the universe as your parent and then through your natural parents. Your natural parents are transient ones, so the moment of your death needs to be a jubilant time when you go to meet the true parent. In that place there is the true love of the true parent. We call this place the kingdom of heaven in heaven. The kingdom of heaven is composed of love, and it is filled with the love of the heavenly parent. This is not love for oneself, rather, it is love that can connect every direction, enabling us to go anywhere without any problem, through the principle of service and sacrifice. In order to pass the test for this, you need to love the universe and love humanity. Life on earth is the training ground for you to cultivate such love. Do you know how important your life on earth is? You live it only once. It is a short moment that comes only once. When compared to eternal life, the earthly life is only a point. It is too short a moment. However, it is at this moment that we must go beyond our physical lives and prepare ourselves for the spirit world. Chapter 3. 
The Original Vision for Love Between Men and Women Section 1. Bringing Joy to God and All Creation Though a man and a woman may be in love, the question is whether or not their love is in accord with God's will and the standard he requires of human beings. Is their love in accord with the model of love in the mind of God? If the first man and woman had become as one in true love with God at the center, this love would have become the model for true love throughout the universe. God must have desired such love from human beings. Likewise, the man and woman must have wanted this kind of love from each other. Such true love would have become the core of the universe. It would be the standard against which all other loves would be compared. God's love and human love are essentially the same. Love is a force that strives to bring two together as one. Why do a man and a woman long for each other? It is because God's essence can be experienced by a man only through a woman, and by a woman only through a man. This is because God dwells in the place where a man and a woman become as one in love. Knowing that God is the source of dual characteristics, we need to give even greater praise to the noble value of God whenever we praise the dignity and value of men and women. When a woman loved by God is in a man's heart, and that man loved by God is in the heart of that woman, and the two form a couple and praise God together, God will rejoice to see this and all of creation will rejoice as well. The loving embrace between these two people will make heaven and earth rejoice. When such a husband and wife embrace each other in mutual love, the power of their love pulls the entire universe into oneness. This is the original vision of God's creation when manifested according to his ideal. Originally, a man was to meet a woman with whom he could rejoice, and a woman was to meet a man with whom she could rejoice. When these two met and pledged to love one another, their encounter would bring joy to God and to all things of creation. When this happened, all of creation would be mobilized for this couple and would welcome their dominion. Birds would sing for them and butterflies would flutter and dance with joy. God would rejoice, people would rejoice, all of creation would rejoice. Had our first ancestors started history by securing such a position, the world would be the ideal world of God's original vision. Section 2. Why Men and Women Are Born what is the original purpose of a man's birth? We cannot deny that he is born for the sake of a woman. Likewise, a woman is not born for her own sake. We need to know that a problem will arise if a woman cannot come to a clear realization within herself that she is born for the sake of a man. God, the great administrator of heaven and earth, established this principle as a principle of creation, and we cannot enter the world of goodness, truth, happiness, and peace the ideal world of true love, unless we follow this principle. A woman is born to meet a man, and a man is born to meet a woman. Isn't that right? This is the highest truth. Therefore, we seek the realm of blessing by following this principle. Deviating from this highest realm of truth constitutes the highest evil. Men and women are physically opposite. Whereas women are one-directional, men are three-directional or four-directional. Women are more likely to enjoy staying at home, and men are more likely to enjoy traveling the world. The characters of men and women are opposite. Then what can be at the center to bring the subject partner man and object partner woman into oneness? They become one when love is at the center. Love also brings people and God into oneness. Why is a man born? 
He is not born for the sake of academic pursuits, money, or political power. He is born for the sake of a woman. A man is born for the sake of a woman. A man has a larger physique, not so he can earn a living only for himself, but so he can earn a living for his wife and children. Men's reproductive organs and women's reproductive organs are different. For whom do they exist? They did not come into existence for their own sake. A man's reproductive organ came into existence for the sake of a woman. Likewise, a woman's reproductive organ is for the sake of a man. Have you ever thought this way? This is not something to laugh about and then forget. What is the symbol of the love between man and woman? Where is the ultimate destination of love? It is the reproductive organ, which makes a man and a woman as one body. The reproductive organs become a channel through which the mind and body can merge completely, with love at the center. That which man has is not his, and that which woman has is not hers. A husband has what belongs to his wife, and a wife has what belongs to her husband. Men and women are not born for their own sake. They have to know clearly that they are born for the sake of their partner. Why are men and women born on earth? They are born in order to love each other. Since God is the great king of wisdom, he switched the ownership of their love organs. A man has a reproductive organ, but that does not mean he is its owner. The same is true for a woman. Those who have acted carelessly with no regard for their reproductive organs' ownership will be judged for having violated love. If a man knew that he would be punished under the most fearful law, would he dare to think of another woman instead of his wife? Conversely, would a woman dare to think of a man other than her husband? Tune in tomorrow for the continuation of the speech on True Families, Gateway to Heaven. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.